What's up? Welcome back to another episode of the M Sports. Oh, yes. That was a great last episode. Loved it. Enjoyed it. I mean, yeah, it's good to be back. It's honestly good to be back. Um, since we last talked to y'all, two games of the finals have been played. Series tied 1-1 going back to Oakland. Should have been 2-0 in Raptors' favor. Should have been 2-0. You know. Yes, correct. But anyways, let's review the let's re- let's review the first two games of these NBA finals so far. Mm. Start with game one. Mm. Game one. Alright. Game one happened. I was excited. I enjoyed it. Wouldn't I wouldn't say surprise. I kind of knew the Raptors were gonna win. I just had that feeling like, okay, they're gonna win. Um they played a really damn good game. Like the Warriors just looked out of sync. They didn't I mean, you were, what, off 10 days, I think? A week off? Since they last played the game, the Warriors? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, that takes it to effect of it. But, yeah, Raptors came out hyped. They came out energized, and especially they looked good. C- especially Pascal Siakam. Yeah, Siakam, I told you, dude. That X-Factor. man stepped the hell up. Yeah. Yeah, dude, told you. going to be X-Factor for the whole series. He played great uh, for one game. He had one good game. I mean, hey, 50 50. It know? was a good run while it lasted. It was good while. Well, hopefully, he can turn it back up the rest of the series. He scored th- uh playoff career high 30, 32, 32 points. 32 points, yes. Yeah. Uh, first player. Wait, he, no, he's the seventh player. NBA Finals history scored 30 points on 80% shooting. He joins Kareem, James Worthy, Adrian Dantley, Michael Jordan, Tony Kukoch, and, and Shaq. Shaq. The big Dang. Shaq. I didn't. I was just watch when I was watching it. I was seeing him obviously like score and score, but you never realize in your head like it never clicks that like dude he scored. What? What? How many did he scored? Thirteen straight. Who? What? Siakam. He scored. Oh, eleven straight. Yeah, he scored eleven straight, which it didn't like eleven straight baskets. Dang, I didn't see game one, but looking at these looking at these stats, it's mind blowing. Yeah, because we were all here talking and watching the game. 11 straight makes? Yeah. Oh, shit. It's raining hard outside, dude. Is it? Yeah. Oh, wow, it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I... Uh, oh, I almost had a heart attack. I rolled my windows up. Yes, I did. Okay. I do remember rolling my, win- <laughs> my windows up. Not even going to lie. Yesterday at work, I had my windows... Well, my uh, sunroof open, like, I cracked a little bit. I keep it cracked a little bit just to, like, let airflow get so hot. Mm-hmm. And then it started raining... And me and my boss, we were just sitting there chilling. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I left my sunroof open. So I like, had to go close it. But, that is a bro moment. But back to a lovely game of basketball. Wait, so uh, yeah, Siakam, he, when he was making them, I didn't like didn't click in my head like, damn, you know. You, He's really you're on fire. Make, yeah, you're making 11 straight until they said, um, you know, Siakam made 11 straight. I was like, holy cow, like, this dude's going off. And majority of them... A lot of them were fast break or, like, cuts to the basket. Not many jump shots. I mean, there's nothing wrong with getting that good cut to the basket. But I liked it. I mean, he played great. played great defense. Everyone played great defense. And just watching it, Kawhi didn't even have that good of a game. Like, he played an all right game. He was missing a lot of shots. And everyone stepped up. Yeah. But Pascal carried the team that night. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To an extent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Curry becomes the first player. We're on NBA advanced stats, and I've never been on here before. It's pretty cool. It's like the most random facts, but it's 
pretty cool. Curry becomes the first player in NBA Finals history to hit 100 career three-pointers. Also leads all players in playoff three-pointers with 451. He has a what? Curry, you would say, because he's 31. Curry has, what, five years left? Five good years left. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe actually five years. So <laughs> he's going he's gonna to have, like, Six, seven hundred. He's already he's already Hall, he's already, Hall, of, he's already Hall of Fame bound. Like, there's no arguing that. Dude, I I I think that's gonna be one of those like numbers that will never break. Never, I, yeah, his yes. all time playoff three points. I don't think that's ever gonna break. Like, he still has what at least seven years. Okay, maybe not seven prime years, but he has like six to seven years left. Yes, that's and, he's and maybe be, three to four prime years. That's a lot of three-pointers to hit. Like, damn. You also have to take into account that, you know, uh, an organization like the Warriors, I mean, they want to stay winning. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. And they're going to surround him with talent to where he's not by himself, you know, just chunking up shots. Yes. And to where, like, that's the good thing about the Warriors. You have five All-Stars now that Boogie's back. And then you have... Clay, Curry, and KD that are like phenomenal shooters, you know. And then you have Boogie that can hit the occasional three, and then you have Draymond with the drives to the basket. That just leaves like you can't double no one. So Curry's always gonna be one on one. Yeah. Like and he moves around a lot. So he's gonna he's gonna be hitting a lot of threes. I've never I didn't realize he had that many. I knew he was the leader, but I didn't realize he had that many. Yeah, and, I, I, and he I has do, to get 600, 700. And I do believe you when you said that no one will ever match Steph Curry shooting in the playoffs. Well, I mean, like, who else can? True. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting because I mean, game two, they did yeah. show up. Yes. I mean, yes, Steph Curry's a one-trick pony. I mean, I, I honestly think he is. But, I mean, he's the best to ever do it. The best to ever shoot threes. Oh, yeah. Like... I wouldn't say one trick pony. I mean, I, there's a lot of hate on him, and I'm one of the people that hate on him a lot. But he's not a one trick pony. But he does like if his threes aren't hitting. He can't do much else, but he still can't. Like I don't know how to describe it. Like, like he, if his threes aren't hitting, like he'll chunk up a lot of threes for no reason. Yeah. Which I mean, understandable. Like you're the greatest shooter ever. Like of course you're gonna chunk up shots. Like. And everyone respects his shot. Yeah, so, like, even, damn, Curry's, you know, 1-10 in this game, you're still not going to be off him. You're still going to pressure up on him because, damn, if he hits, like, two in a row, he's on fire. Like, he'll start getting that confidence back. He's going to keep chunking. Let us not forget that Steph Curry went 0-11 one night. Did. I still remember that. <laughs> yeah. yeah cause I, um, he just kept chunking up. Irrelevant fact, but <laughs> it just it just popped up in my head. Well, no, last night, even, well, not last night, but game two, he went 0 for 6, 0 for 7 in the first half until the last two minutes. And then he scored, what, three straight baskets, I want to say? Like three out of four possessions? He's like, oh, man, I can't be looking carried out here. I'm... I'm kind of surprised they even won that game. Yes, game two. Because the <sighs> rap, it looked like a continuous like. It just looked like it continued off game one. Like Raptors were still playing amazing that first half. I think right before Steph Curry hit that shot, that's when 
the Raptors were like on the peak of their game. The Warriors were like on the floor of their game. Like nothing going right. And it's and it's the third quarter. That's the most crucial part. But no, this was a second quarter. I'm talking about like before Curry hit. Like Curry was like oh from six. But as soon as Curry started hitting shots, the Warriors started getting back into it. And I remember the war, uh, the Raptors had like a 15 point lead. I was like, yes. all right, 16, you know, 15, 16 points. I was like, all right, you know, you're going good. You have a good lead. That's what you need. Like that's comfortable, especially against the Raptor. I mean, the Warriors going to the third quarter because they owned the third quarter. And, and sure enough, they owned it. If you can't keep pace with the Warriors in the third quarter, you're probably not going to win the game. Yeah, yeah, very true. And, I mean, uh, they scored 18 straight buckets to come out. And as soon as they started making shots, I was like, I think the Raptors lost. <laughs> Just watching them, I was like, dude. That escalated quickly. Yeah, but then, what, uh, half ended, or I mean the third quarter third ended quarter. with the Raptors. They were, they were down, down what, eight? eight? Yeah, they were at down eight. eight. Yeah. I was like, that's not bad because you just took the biggest beating you possibly could, and you're only down eight. Like, yeah, that's eight points they were lucky against to stay, the Warriors. They were, they were lucky to stay in the game at this point. Yeah, like, honestly, it, it was getting... So, it could have been so much worse. It was getting bad. I was like, okay, this lead's getting Raptors pretty were, high. Raptors weren't finding their shot, especially freaking Van Vliet. Mm-hmm. Fred Van Vliet. Oh, that guy. <sighs> Yeah, I was going to say, because the Warriors were up 13, and they took the lead. Anyone anyone on that roster could have had a better time shooting the ball and making it at that point. They're, everyone, It's not like, oh, damn, he took a bad shot. It's literally they couldn't hit their shots. And I was just sitting there watching. I was like, okay, wide open, uh, Van Vliet missed. Oh, Kawhi got rebound. He passes it to Green, missed. Gasol rebound, puts it up, missed. I'm like, you're literally missing shots, like. Y'all aren't taking contested shots. You're just you're wide open, or you're just trying to get the crowd back into the game. You're taking shots and you're missing, and they kind of look like the Rockets for a second, just exactly. chunking up shots. And and the worst part is the Raptors were being spoon fed this game. Yeah, they the, and they couldn't run with it. They, they dominated the second quarter. Warriors weren't making their shots either. They were just as they were just as inefficient offensively as the Raptors. Mm-hmm. And plus, they kept getting a lot of fouls called on them, especially especially that uh, especially that uh, out of bounds call that went for the that went for the Raptors. Uh, yeah, that that that, that was honestly hit Gasol's arm. Oh yeah, because he was he put his hand out and like changed directions. It did, and, yeah, yeah, and it's just a, like I saw the how he put the spin on it. I guess you could say like it was a major. But he was just like passing it off to Boogie in that direction. Yeah, from from and, the yeah from the baseline cam, like you can obviously see it changes directions. Yeah, and then cause I know from one angle, I think it looked like from where they're looking at it from mid court, like towards the from basket. The, from the sideline cameras, it it looked like it didn't hit uh, Gessel's arm. Yeah, that's the thing. Cause one angle, it looked like it like nailed it. I was like, okay, and then it showed another angle. I was like, eh, I don't know, but it's still. Yeah. Oh yeah. Once the Raptors got the ball, I was like, "Dude, you just got handed that ball. Like, you sh- you have to win this game, literally." And they what hit a three? They hit a three down by two, and they also should have went for a foul. Nah. No. No, because I can understand why you should have. Because there was like just a bit of there was just a bit over thirty seconds left. If the Warriors were were to have like chewed five seconds off, I don't know. If they were to chew like twenty seconds off the shot clock, Raptors would have had like eight, around eight seconds to try and win the game. We're tied up. 
Yeah, because uh, yeah, because Iggy hit that dagger with like six seconds, six seconds left, and that's what like. But, but I saw their plan was to was to stop the Warriors from scoring and not commit a foul. Mm-hmm. I, hey, I mean that's an ideal plan. I'm I'm just <laughs> top tier uh, defense, but they. <laughs> but you let but you leave Andre Iguodala, Andre motherfucking Iguodala of all people, wide open, and he hits the shot to seal the game. And steal a finals game away from you guys? But I can see because he hasn't hit a three since they played us game six and he hit five. That was his first two threes since what? You know, about but three still, weeks ago? But still, the Raptors should have been aware that this is the Golden State Warriors. Literally anyone can turn it up and be a threat on the court. But you have to look at it like, okay, you trapped Curry. That was a beautiful trap. Yes. Like, he lost the ball, he kind of traveled, he lost the ball, and he passes off to Livingston. Honestly, if Kawhi was there not even a second earlier, like Kawhi literally, if you look at it, he looked like he had his hand on the ball, and Livingston just ripped it away, like barely able to take it away from him and pass it off to Iggy. And right there, I mean, I seen today someone called it a dumb shot. Like, if there was, was a... He was wide open. But... I could see what he meant by that if there was, like, a minute left in the game. If there's a minute left in the game and he's wide open like that and you got, like, 10 seconds left on the clock, like, why not drive in, you know? Yeah. But he did take an open three. He hasn't been hitting threes well. And the guy was like, well, if he misses that shot, everyone's going to say it's a dumb shot. They get the rebound. That's a long rebound. You know, that's that's a fast break the other way. Mm-hmm. I was like – Makes sense, but literally, he had, like, two seconds left on the shot clock. Like, you had to shoot it. You can't just sit there and just hold it. Like, what's the point of that? And even even if he missed that three, you think the Raptors would have tied it up or even won the game? I know. I think they would have tied it up. Because by the time the shot fell through, there was, like, five seconds left on the clock. Yeah, because about the time they would have got the rebound, it would have been about five seconds. And, I mean, then you just – it depends who grabs it. Like, if it was, like, say, Kawhi, okay, Kawhi go full court, you know, try to get fouled, take a three, whatever. If it's, like, Danny Green, you're like, damn, dude, you got to, like, make sure he makes the right pass. Because, you know, you want your scorer, like, your playmaker, like, to get the ball. Like, you want Siakam to try and get that rebound. But he was up top on the key, so it really depends who got the rebound, too. But he did hit that. He hit that. They won the game. I'm excited for tomorrow. Like I'm really, really excited for this game. I I think the because Kevin Durant's not playing, so I say the Raptors. He's win. not mm. again. No, they say probably game four. Oh, do you think? You think if they were? You think if the Warriors were down to it, they would try to rush KD back in? Maybe. Because I honestly thought that was, that was what's going to happen. I yeah. If I, Raptors, I think if the Raptors were to take the first two games, they would try to rush KD back in. Like, in the roster. Yeah, if they would have lost yesterday, I think they would have. Oh, well, not. Why well, I keep saying yesterday? I was like, what? When was the game? Sunday. Was it? <laughs> it was Sunday, yes. Dang. It was Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And it Sunday, was, it was Thursday. Yeah, so if they would have won uh, game two, I think Kevin Durant would be. They'd be pushing for Kevin Durant to play this game, which. So he's going to sit out tomorrow, too? Yeah, yeah. He's going to sit out tomorrow, and then hopefully – they say all he needs is one day of practice. Like, one day of practice, and he'll be good. I believe it. But I also read, like, 
if it was the regular season, that he would be out for weeks, they said. Which, I mean, it makes sense. Like, it's just a regular season. You go, you know, take your rehab, take your days off and get healthy. Mm -hmm. But it is the playoffs. It is the finals. And so, of course, you're going to want to push him back. Well, push him to come back. Yeah. And so, I'm I'm interested to when he comes back. Which will most likely be game four. Game four, like, worst case scenario, game five. I think it truly depends, like, if the Raptors win, go 2-1, you're going to want to push KD, like, hey, come back. Yeah. But then again, you could put on the other side, the Warriors win, you're going to kind of still want Kevin Durant to be back. So you can say, hey, let's try to put these guys away because we already lost over there, you know, game one. We got lucky in game two. Like, they were coming back. Like They robbed the Raptors of a victory. And then now... No, no, no. No, it was more so the Raptors dropping the ball. Yeah, because I, I, you can't take it away from what the Warriors did in third quarter. Like, yeah. But until, like, you know, the final bit of the game, like, that's when the last few minutes, like, no one was scoring. I, like, good defense both ways. Mm-hmm. Teams just missing wide-open shots. And Iggy hit that shot, and it's just one of those things. Like, of if he will miss it. Yeah. Of all, <laughs> of all players, like. Why? But now... That, but now the stage is set for Game Three. Series tied one to one, mm-hmm. and to me, it feels like the Warriors have momentum slightly on their side because of what happened in Game Two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that crowd's gonna be hard, you know. And the Raptors really have to dig deep right now because cool. you know it, an Oakland crowd, an Oakland crowd, uh, rather bandwagon crowd. But anyway, mm. it's gonna be a raucous crowd, and uh, it's just gonna be. It's going to be really tough for for Toronto, for sure. Kyle Lowry needs to play better. This is a make-or-break game for them, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If the Warriors win by by any amount, really, of tomorrow night, then it's going to be really hard for the Raptors to dig their way or build their way back up in the series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why Game 3 is a... I don't know if I should call it a must-win. I mean, it's still early in the series. It'd be different if it was, if it was Game 5 tied 2-2. Two to two. I think I think it's gonna go back to Toronto two two. You think so? Mm-hmm. I I said Raptors in six. Now I think for one, okay, Kevin Durant's obviously out. I said Raptors in seven. And I have a slight feeling that it will go the distance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, cause I, I kinda wanna make it go the distance too. For one, because it's a great series. Mm-hmm. For two like, I, I just, like, there's really no better team. Like, if you look at it, you can't say, okay, the Raptors have been the better team this two games. You can't say the Warriors have been the better team two games. Like, I feel like these two games have not told nothing. In my opinion, I haven't really, like, I really wasn't told nothing, you know? like You can't make any solid statements. Yeah, like, you can't say, all right, obviously the Warriors are way better. All right, obviously the Raptors are way better. Like It's just back and forth. Yeah, it's just what, no, it's a no, great series. Yeah, there's no confirming any narratives thus far. I kind of hate it just because we know Kevin Durant's going to come back. We don't know how healthy he's going to be back when he comes back. But it's going to be interesting to see, hey, are we going to continue to play like we were playing without you? Or are we going to ask you, hey, be our savior like you were against the Rockets, and here we're going to keep dumping you the ball fourth mm-hmm. quarter in your little corner? Yeah. Like, that's going to be interesting to see. 
you know, it, how we know he's not going to get injured again. You know, he might go out there and re-injure himself. I'm, I hope he doesn't, yeah. but, you know, it's one of those things, you know, trying to rush back. And speaking of the, and speaking of the Warriors, uh, <clears throat> the Warriors' roster injuries, Kevin, I heard Kevin Looney is out for the rest of the series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, he he's out, uh, fractured collarbone, so he's out for mm, the series. Yeah. And, uh... And what, he plays center, right? Mm-hmm. He was a big Which he, he was good because you're bringing Boogie back, so you don't want to you don't want to rush Boogie but how back. how long will Boogie last, though? I mean, that's the thing. He hasn't played since game two against the Clippers. I mean, it's either him or Jarebko. Let's be real. Or Bogut. But or even Bogut. that. Really? 30 old-ass Bogut? Yeah, that's the worst part. It's, it's Bogut, and you don't want Bogut. Like, Bogut was playing yesterday. He played good in those minutes. But he, like, okay, he if you switch. Say Bogut gets switched he... on to Kyle Lowry or someone. How... Bogey can't stop Kyle Lowry. I mean, I'm not. But can he hold that efficiency up as a starter, though? Who? Bogey. No, he will, he can't start. He would have to come off the bench. But that's the thing. Like, Boogie hasn't played since game two against the Clippers. So, what, a month? month and a half since yeah. he's played? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, on top of that, he's barely trying to get back into shape. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I broke my arm. I can still run. Dude messed up his Achilles again. So now you're trying. Leg injuries are no joke. Yeah, so now you're for sure haven't been running that much. Even if you were, this is game speed. Like NBA Finals, way more physical, way faster. Like he, like a he was more, huffing and puffing. A lot more pressure. Playing those minutes he did game two, he was huffing and puffing. Like he he could barely run up and down the court, and you had this hope he's you know has enough stamina to be ready for the rest of the series because. Looney was a good man coming off the bench or even starting. Now you got to play Bell, which, I mean, I don't I don't know how you feel about Bell. That's, I mean, I can't say much. And then it's just like Jarepko. Like, it's going to be interesting how the Raptors go after Boogie, you know, keep going after him. He, you know, he's known for a temper tantrum. So, like, what if he gets two texts early or he gets foul trouble early, like, you know, the Warriors might be fucked, you know, playing Draymond. But he can have one tech and make it even worse. <laughs> yeah, like, Warriors are going to have to play Draymond center. And then Gasol down there, you know, everyone going at them down low. That's going to be interesting to see. That that loony injury, and then Clay Thompson with, uh, he he got... His hamstring? Yeah. It's not about his hamstring. Yeah, his tightness in his hamstring. There you go. And so that's... What's the, the, what's the update on Thompson? They say he's going to play game three. Most likely will play game three. But, okay, people are like, oh, he's good. Then. Yeah, he's playing doesn't mean he's 100%. You don't know how that hamstring's going to hold up. He probably, it probably still hurts. So he's probably not going to be able to run 100% or, yeah. like, he's not going to be able to give full effort. Or not move around off the ball as Yeah, as much. As I mean, he's still a deadly shooter, so it's not like, yeah. it's not like his game relies on cutting so you think to the basket. So you think Curry will just have him catch and shoot or what? No, I think he's still going to play his game, but it's not going to be something you see as much. Like, say he runs around and, uh, you know, does back screen cuts and everything can go over screens, like, a lot. It may be cut down a tad bit just because, like, okay, my hamstring. And you don't want to wear him out. Like, because say he gets really hurt mm-hmm. and he's out. Now you're down Looney. Now you're down Thompson. And then you're down KD, which KD can come back any day, but still. Yeah. That's going to be bad. And then I know Iggy got hurt. Well, he had, he got hit. Yeah. He got, he hit his head because Gasol hit, said mean screen on him. 
and he hit his head, and he fell on the floor. And I think he walked to the back, but he came right back out. I don't think nothing serious of it. Yeah. But. Right, going to the, <clears throat> and going to the Raptors side of the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. Dude, what does Kyle, Kyle Lowry needs to do something. He's got to figure it out. He, yeah, he, he needs to step up big time. I mean. This is his team. This is his franchise. I mean, I don't know about him. I mean, there is well, the longest, longest tenured. Yeah, he's just a guy that's been there the longest, but he's got to step it up. I mean, mm. over half of the fan base probably has his jersey. I mean, you know, he can't let the, he can't let his team down like this. Yeah, because he fouled out with four minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yes, he had thirteen points, two assists, one steal, two turnovers in twenty-eight minutes, and Raptors were outscored by seventeen when he was on the court. Not ideal. You think he's feeling the pressure? I think uh, probably a little, but I feel like I feel like he just knows what has to be done. But I, I don't want, or he might try too hard. Let's say it like that. Like, okay, let the game come to you. We have a game plan. Don't try and like force nothing. Yeah. Or you know, don't try to like do stupid fouls. Like the one he got fouled out on. Boogie got the rebound, held the ball, and uh, Lowry came through and like hit his arm, trying to get the ball out. Like that's a stupid foul. Don't don't do that. And I mean, yeah, he they were outscored, but I think he just wasn't in rhythm. Like I think everyone was just shook. Like once that third quarter hit, everyone was like, "Fuck," you know. Let's try and get back in the game. Let's try and get this crowd back into the game and just start chunking up shit for a little bit. And then they just weren't going nowhere, you know. Yeah. So I I feel like that's really I mean I I like for him to continue and like be a hero. Like I want the Raptors to win. Yes. But I just don't want him to you know well like force everything. Yes. He's good. He's got to find something because I mean this is this is a no regular opponent. Yeah, it's the, it's the Warriors. Well, like Siakam too. Siakam was only like what he had thirty. What did we say? Thirty points game one. Thirty-two. Thirty-two game one. Okay, playoff career high. Thirty-two points on eight percent shooting. Like no one stopping him. And then get locked up the next. Yeah, game. next game. Like he was cooking Draymond game one. He was cooking everybody. I think. I guess Draymond just. I, I mean, kicking into their gear. Solved Draymond, him. yeah. Dray- Solved him a little bit. Yeah, because he did not score on Draymond at all. He was like 0 for 6 against Draymond. Yeah, he was. Yeah. I saw that stat. Yeah, and then he was held to 12 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists. Which, that's... After you come off a big game like that and put something like that... You gotta keep the momentum going. Yeah, he only shot 5 of 18 and then 0 from 3 from behind the arc. Like, and I understand Draymond's one of the best defenders in the league, but come on now, you can't let him rock you like that. Yeah, like, okay, like Gasol, for instance. He put up 20 points game one. Like, the highest he's ever put up since he's been playing with the Raptors, which is amazing. That's good for him. And then he only put up six points next game. It's just the role player is falling flat. This is a cool stat. The Warriors posted a perfect 100% assist rate in the second half that they assist on all 22 of their made field goals. What? That's amazing. So I saw at one point they they were like twenty two made field goals and like eighteen assists. I remember seeing that like in the first half. I was like, "Damn, you know that's that's really damn good." Bruh. 
So what? Who do you? So who do you have winning tomorrow? Hmm. I got. I got. <clears throat> let me think of everything real quick. All right. Game three in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Series tied up at a game apiece. Correct. Hmm. Thinking about it, and who do you think? No, who do you want? Who do you think? We're on one to win. Obviously, the Raptors. Well, I'm saying, who do you think will win? I honestly think. I honestly think the Raptors take Game Three tomorrow. Mm. And then for Game Four, I see Oakland. Game Four, I don't know. I don't. I don't really know why I think of this outcome, but I see Game Four as the Warriors blowing out the Raptors. Mm. Like just, a, what? just a big statement win. Ooh, so tied two two going back to Toronto. Ooh, that's good. dang. That's that's bold. I like that because like this theory. Honestly, this series has the makings to be one of the best in recent memory. One of the best NBA Finals in recent memory. Well, okay. Besides, Wait, obviously, it, when they Warriors lost, well, when the Cavs came back from 3-1 down. Yes. That's probably, what, the best one maybe mm-hmm. ever? You know, one of the top be- better ones? I wouldn't say it's the best of the decade, though. Let me see. I mean, 2013? Come on, now. The Mavs? No, the 2013 Heat's first. Oh, yeah, 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 2012. Game six, that. the big comeback, and Ray mm-hmm. Allen saving the day. Mm-hmm. That 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 was amazing. Yeah, that was a good one, because I, I saw every game except for that game. And then really? I saw it, yeah. Because oh. we were on a plane to Reno, and I was timing it like, of course the game was coming on. So I was thinking, I was like, all right, you know, okay. once we land and everything, what will we'll be able to watch the second half? I was like, all right, that's perfect. Well, we had like an hour, two hour delay on our flight. Like we got on the plane about to take off, and then they said, oh, we're gonna have about an hour delay to fix something. And I was like, really? Like we're on the plane at the time, you know? I didn't have a smartphone to just get on like I, you know, Twitter or whatever and watch the game. Yeah, you know, and so which I did have a smartphone, but like. It wasn't technology wasn't back then how it is now. You know, it wasn't as advanced. Yeah, so like once we landed, I heard just seen Twitter, everyone talking about it. I'm like, damn, you know what I miss? And then I seen the clip, and I was like, are you freaking serious? Like I missed this. I, I saw the next game. I was seeing you know, you would have you would have went crazy if you saw it live. I was watching it with my I was watching it with my cousin the night. And it was it was on our ex, it was on our ESPN app on Xbox 360. Oh, the good old days. Mm-hmm. But, but anyway, but yeah. As the as Ray Allen shot the shot, we we each collectively took a breath, like a big a big deep breath. And then as the shot fell down, and we were just just screaming in our room. Yeah, I, I remember because oh man, because uh, um, ESPN, you know, late at night they rerun the games. So I made much sure I stayed up and I watched the game. And honestly, I didn't care about nothing else. Like, obviously, it goes throughout the whole game. I'm just sitting there, like, I just want to see the last. I just want to see the fourth quarter. I want to see the last bit. And it's watching the fourth quarter. It finally came on. I, like, stayed awake just enough, watched it, and I seen it happen. I was like, what did I just see? Like, why couldn't I see this live? Why did I have to be on a plane? So, yeah, that was very upsetting to to not witness that oh, live. Just, just the heat of the moment when, when all that was happening, like LeBron throwing his headband, and then the, 
in the security, like getting out the yellow tape, thinking the Spurs were going to win in Miami. That's crazy because like it was just beautiful. Was, was it that game or the next game when Tim Duncan missed that wide open layup? I can't remember, but but yeah, Game Six of the 2013 Finals. That was just that was just pure entertainment on that court that night. Yeah, because LeBron had those three straight threes to tie it up. Yes, and then Duncan, who hit? Oh no, Ginobili, played up to. And then that's when Ray Allen hit that three to make it one. Or yeah. up one. James tried to be the hero and shoot the game time three, but his missed. And Bosch hey, got he the, had to, yeah, man. I know, I know. Like, that's understandable. And but and he missed it. Bosch got the rebound and threw it to and threw it to Allen in the corner. And he just grabbed it, took that step back and shot it up and made it. And I just remember I was so upset I missed it, but just thinking about it. Like, staying up late that night to watch it over, I'm like, this is amazing. I can't believe I missed this. Imagine you having to take that shot, knowing that if you if you make it, you'll you'll save your team from losing the finals. And if you miss it, uh, you, you drop the series at home. But, man, I'm sure he was not there. I'm sure he just instantly, like, okay, I'm sure, I'm I'm sure, Yeah, but I'm sure, like, Ray Allen was just feeling it, just, just, just feeling instinct and adrenaline. And he just shot it up, yeah. Yeah, like, wasn't affected by the pressure at all because he's been through it all. Like, he was the oldest on the team at that time, wasn't he? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because I remember the Celtics basically ran him out of town, and so he just was like, all right, I'm going to join LeBron and them. Yeah. And, I, and that's why that's why I say when when everyone when anyone asks me what the best finals of the dec of this decade was, twenty thirteen is my instant answer instantly. I was, I, I in my opinion, I still say the Cavs won just because it was like, oh great, they're gonna lose, and then he just came back, came back. But that I mean, game yeah, seven. Well, well, yeah, you can make a solid case for twenty sixteen being the best of the twenty tens as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's probably like everyone, <laughs> probably like almost everyone's consensus of best finals of the decade. So, quick question: hmm. Do you think, since we were talking about you know almost buzzer beaters and stuff like that, will there be a buzzer beater in this series? Ooh, because I was thinking about it right now. I was like, I don't know. Like, I can I can see there being a buzzer beater. I can see yes. Game Five being a buzzer beater. Yes, game game, game five. five Kawhi, uh, I wouldn't say Kawhi. With I the, would with the series tied up. Yeah, I would say game five. Danny Green hits it. Danny Green. I I think Danny Green just because like he would be that guy. He can hit threes, but he would just be that guy. Like okay, we got the rebound. No one's thinking of Danny Green, and he just you know cuts behind the screen and gets it and shoots so it just, up. So he just asks, so he just activates twenty fourteen Danny Green. Mm-hmm, hits a shot. If there was to be a buzzer beater, I say Game Five, Danny Green. That would uh, be a good. That'd be a good scenario, a great timeline at that. Oh, it would suck, dude. <laughs> oh, oh my god, buzzer beater would freaking it, a buzzer beater happen. Imagine Dream. Imagine Draymond hitting a buzzer beater. Oh my god! In the finals, oh, don't we will TV. literally never hear the end of it. I say. Most heartbreaking buzzer beaters will be five, six, or seven. Like between those games, obviously game seven, buzzer beater, heartbreak, either way. Yes. But obviously game five, like 
okay, you know, 2-2, oh, shit, you know, Kawhi just hit a buzzer beater, game six, oh, shit, Clay just hit a buzzer beater, now it's going back to game seven. I, I'm so excited for the game tomorrow. I hate that they're still spaced apart. I know. Then we're going to be for good reason. Oh, yeah, for good reason, but it's just, then before we know it, no basketball, and then the draft starts, and then, um... Summer ball starts, which I'm excited for. When, when do Hall of Fame inductions, uh, when do those occur? Or has the 2019 class been announced already? I think it was already announced. Oh, it's not, it doesn't, it just doesn't get as big out there as the NFL. NFL yeah. yeah. I know, uh, you see that stuff about Anthony Davis? Not, oh, about trade offers? Yeah, and, uh, uh, yes, David I did Griffin's see that on Twitter listening. earlier. And I am interested. Who would be the best fit for him, though? I think, okay, I wouldn't say best. Daryl Morey, this is your chance. <laughs> just, <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, Chris Paul and AD equal trade. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just putting it out there. But <laughs> if I'm David Griffin, I do not care where Anthony Davis goes. And the fact that as long as I get a good package back. Yeah. Like, if he's like, I don't ever want to play you know, for the Magic. And the Magic, which they don't, but somehow offer up an amazing package. You're like, all right, I don't care. You're going to the Magic. I'm getting a good offer for my team. Like, I'm trying to move forward. I think it's still the Lakers. Yeah, because, like, what's <clears throat> what's the what's, what was the Pelicans' playoff success like since, they had, since they've had Anthony Davis? They uh, got swept twice. Swept twice? Yeah. <laughs> That's the only uh, – they, they made the playoffs with them twice. They got swept both times. And how old is he? Like 26? Oh, he's like 24. 20. No, he's not. Yeah, he's 25, man. 24, 25. Anthony Davis has been around since like 2012. Or 2013. Yeah, he was 18 when he joined the league. Jesus. And he went, and he went to Kentucky, right? Yeah. You never see Kentucky? Because honestly, who doesn't go there? Back when Kentucky was amazing. And I type in Anthony Davis, and the first thing that pops up is Rockets. Excuse me? 26. Oh, 20, right. Yeah, I was right. Joe Embiid's 25. Tukumbo's March 24. 11th, 1993. Happy belated, by the way, AD. Yeah, he's a big fan of this podcast. That's the what I've been told on Twitter. I'm just saying. But getting back to it. Can't argue with that. I would say you can't go wrong with the Lakers just because the Lakers are dying to have him right now. Obviously, the Lakers are dying to have anyone or their fans at least. <laughs> I saw, well, like I once, no, I, I once saw a tweet that said nobody, <laughs> a slightly, a slightly, uh, a slightly above average NBA player exists. Lakers fans, <laughs> I see all these players. Oh, dude, that yes, <laughs> that make that laugh because I remember people always say almost that time of the year and they Photoshop every good player in like yes. the Lakers jersey. I'm like, <laughs> you see Michael Jordan with the Lakers jersey and the and the wish tag. Oh, that's that sent me. That's funny. <laughs> but the only but reason going, I say going back on Los Angeles. Oh my bad. My, but going back on Los Angeles, do you see them making moves in the near future? For Anthony Davis, yeah. Just for Anthony Davis, just for the fact that they're offering so much for him. Like, obviously he's amazing. He's twenty six years old, you know, he's go get a new contract. Not the well, this upcoming year, you know, kind of. Um, he has one year left on his contract. Yes. Top five player when he's healthy. Con- how much is that contract worth exactly? 
He's making 22? Yeah, 22 right now. So that means... Sacrifice 22 million a year? For a uh, player like Anthony Davis? Yeah, but you got to think about it. He's, that, he's just making that right now. His next contract, I wouldn't, he'd probably make like... Honestly, I'd say around 34. He's going to ask for a whole lot more. He's going to make about 34. Because you can make an argument. Yeah. Best power forward in the game. Mm-hmm. You can make an argument. Best big man when healthy in the game. Okay, 26 years old, like, when healthy, top five player. Like, I understand the fact that you want to give up everything for him, but why not just wait till free agency and try and get him? Because, okay, yeah, you're going to give up Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, the fourth pick, and Lonzo Ball. But the Pelicans were smart. They'd get a package out of, like, out of giving away Anthony Davis. They won't give him up to simply... Yeah, I know. They simply give him up to free agency. I know that. Well, yeah, true. I do, I do like that yeah. point. I mean, look at the Seahawks. They could have traded Richard Sherman, but they ended up releasing him. And what did they get? Nothing. Wasn't he injured, though? Oh, yes. But I mean, like... That's, I still get That's one of the better corners in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. Eh. I mean, because they're going to give up the fourth pick. Kuzma... Ingram, and then Ball, or I would beg for Ball if I was would the you? Pelicans. Oh, yeah, dude. Lonzo Ball and Drew Holiday backcourt. That's the best defensive backcourt in the league. Easily. I always overlook By Ball's, far. <laughs> I, I always overlook Lonzo Ball's defense. I don't know why. Yes, he's... Drew Holiday should have been first team all defense. Lonzo Ball one day be... First team all defense. Mm-hmm. You have Drew Holiday for three more years. You'll have Lonzo under contract for three more. I want to say two or three more. That will be by far the best defensive backcourt. You know how hard it will be a score on those guys. And that's the reason. Lonzo Ball. You have Drew Holiday. You have Brandon Ingram. And then you have Kuzma. And you have Zion. And then you have the fourth pick. You can get Jared Culver. That's OD. Dude, that's amazing. <laughs> if the Pelicans were smart, I would, as soon as they say, who do you want to watch? I'll say, I'll send you Anthony Davis right now for those four, those three players and that pick. I'll, I'll get it done right Take now. Take it and run with it. Dude, yes. Everyone, everyone's like, oh, that's too much. Which I can understand both points. And like I said earlier, why not wait to free agency? Because I've seen a lot of people say that. I'll just wait for free agency for them to come here. But look at the Paul George situation. Paul George was oh he's going new he's going to L A he's going to L A. Wait, is he a free agent? No, this Wait. was last year. And like he, everyone was saying he's going to L A he's going to L A and he ended up staying in OKC four years. You know that like what if he's going to L A? <laughs> oh what, come on now, who doesn't go to L A? Like what if Anthony Davis like <laughs> what if Anthony Davis just like. The Pelicans play amazing this year. Because Drew Holiday, Anthony Davis, and Zion, that's terrifying already. Especially defensively. That's fun to watch. Okay, what if they make, you know, seven seed? Okay, like, Anthony Davis, like, damn, you know, like, next year, give me a new contract. I can bring in better players. Players are going to see this. Hey, let's, let's go play with all them young, fun guys down there. Like, you can build something. But, I mean, if they're really serious, I'll just be like, hey, the Lakers, look, Brandon Ingram, Kuzma, Lonzo Ball, fourth pick, we'll get it done right now. I'll pack his bags for you. That's the, 
You gotta do it. I because I agree with that. No, after thinking about all that and think about that team, like Lonzo Ball doesn't want to go to Chicago or to Fe- or Phoenix. It's like why Chicago is not gonna be better than New Orleans. Phoenix is not gonna be better than New Orleans. Like, what what New Orleans end? As a haven't the Suns had a lottery pick in the past five or six years? And they haven't done shit with them. The Bulls are finally coming up. I I, I like that. Like the Knicks haven't done shit. The Cavs had two what three what's, what's even left of the Knicks? <laughs> like after I saw the Porzingis trade, I was just thinking to myself, should should Knicks fans just abandon this team? Like they just did that just to open up cap space. Which what I mean, they knew Perzingis wasn't gonna say. So it's kinda like the same thing with Anthony Davis in a way. Like, okay, we already know you're for sure. Like you hate us. You hate our guts, so we're just gonna open up free agency and we're gonna get uh Kevin Durant, Kyrie and whoever, you know, here. That kind of stuff. So who are the free agents after the finals? Is Kyrie, Katie Kyrie, Katie, Katie Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Oh, uh, Jimmy Butler, oh, Ka- oh Kawhi. Tobias Harris, Chris Middleton, Boogie, Clay. Someone's gonna give Chris Middleton a good contract. I can feel it. I hope the Rockets give him. I I know it's not gonna happen unless we get off that Chris Paul deal. But Chris Middleton's good. Like he's really good. Ain't him. He's from Ain't him. Give him. Uh, I like Tobias Harris a lot. I mean, there's a lot of good players that are gonna be free agents. I'm ready. I'm I'm ready for the finals to be over. Sadly, not really. So we can do that free agency. Like, I just, we're going to make an episode. We're going to be talking about free agents. We're going to talk about, okay, the Rockets yeah. should get this guy. I think he'll fit them perfectly. I mm-hmm. think the Bucks should go after these guys. Like, that's going to be fun. And did we ever do a free agency episode for the NFL? I don't think we did. We never did, did we? I think we just talked about it real yeah. quick. All right, let, let, let's, re- <laughs> let's recap that NFL free agency frenzy for a bit. Shall Dude, we? Who was even on free agency? Dude, I feel like NFL's been gone Let's see. All right. Years. Well, let's Let's have an easy start for this. Uh, my team, the Texans, they let go of Kareem Jackson. Jackson signed with the Broncos for three years. Mm-hmm. And they also they didn't give an extension to Tyron Matthew. Tyron Matthew ended up um, sealing a four-year oh, deal yeah, with, for the, Chiefs. with the Chiefs. Oh, man, that secondary just got depleted hard. I mean, they already sucked in the secondary as it is. Hey, hey, hey put some respect on Justin Reed. He's going to carry that secondary, honestly. <laughs> did you see what he did last year? Yeah, I go about trade Clowney too, and that's gonna be freaking hilarious. No, because y'all rather keep Watt no. over Clowney. I mean, yeah, I would say the same thing, but if he's asking for over, if Clowney is asking for over, for over ninety five million, I wouldn't give it to him. Why? I mean, why would you not give Clowney that money? I understand he's one of the best linebackers in the league. I understand that he can play both positions. He can play DN perfectly. DN and linebacker. Yes, I understand. I, I know this. I know this, but his first few years, his first two years, just injury plagued. And Has he been injury prone since those two years? Not no, really. No, I mean, I, little. Yes, okay, you're not. missing a game or two. I don't consider that injury. Like, if you miss, like, two games in a football season, I wouldn't consider that too much injury prone just because you're getting beat up. It's not like basketball. Like, of course, basketball gets physical, but, like, Football, you're literally getting hit. Like, why would you not give that man his money? If I was the Texans, I would have traded J.J. Watt. Not, not hating. Who would you rather keep for the next five years? For the next five years? 
Say it's four or five years because that's how long Kanye's contract would be. Funny. And this, see, this is see, this is where you lose me because okay, if J, this past season, if JJ Watt didn't have a good season in 2018, I would have said trade him. Because okay, he, because he was injury, he was out for 2016 and 2017. I mean, I was on. I'm not gonna. Fr- I'm not gonna front. I was honestly say, saying trade JJ Watt after mm-hmm. 2017. We could have got a whole lot out of J.J. Watt if the Texans were to trade him. He did have a good season. I'll give him that. He was one of maybe top three defensive players. I mean, Clowney was not that far behind him defensively. Yes. And think about it. Clowney still has so much more to learn. Like, and J.J.'s like – J.J. Watt's injury prone. J.J. Watt's declining slowly. Like, declining, obviously – like Declining he, slowly, but he had over 15 sacks last season. But he's still the declining, dude. That's what. That's what. You but how can you say that if he put up those numbers? Okay, who's who's gonna be better in five years? Well, of course, Clowney because uh, it's okay. But but in five years, JJ Watt will be thirty four. JJ Watt already said he doesn't want to play. He's not in his prime no more. I'm not hating on the Texans or JJ Watt. I'm just saying, if I was the Texans and I had the opportunity to keep Clowney, like I understand JJ Watt. He's the like. Savior of that franchise, like he is literally beating Texans. JJ Watt, even if you talk about the history of the Texans from when they arguably the best Texan ever, but I still say the best Texan ever is Andre Johnson. He yeah, is, it's okay, it's between down. those two. Yes, it's literally between those two. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm saying. You should go, like, I understand all that, but I'm still saying you should and go. What, and what has two or three years max of crime left in him? How many does Clowney have yet? That's what I'm saying. Clowney, he, has a, he has at least five. Clowney is At the rate he's amazing. going, he has at least five more years of prime. But, yeah, like, those types of players are just everywhere. Look at Khalil Mack. He went to the Bears because the Raiders thought they could find their next Khalil Mack. The season's still coming up, so we don't know about you know yeah. how long it'll you know how long it'll be till we find another Khalil Mack in the NFL. But that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, Khalil Mack, clowning those types of players. Obviously, the season's coming up. Raiders might have hit on someone like Colin Farrell. We do not know. We we gotta wait till the season starts. You know, but still, John Gruden's up to something. Hey, they <laughs> might they might never, go win 14 games. We don't know. You never know that. We gotta wait yeah. for the season to start. How do you think? Oh yeah, how do you think AB will do now that he's with Oakland? Oh, I'm saying <laughs> I don't even know why he was. I understand why he begged to get traded, but I, is it? Did he really go to a much better situation? He's on the wrong side of thirty. He's with the team that's that just went four and twelve, and kind of looks kind of looking dysfunctional. I don't know. Maybe John Gruden does have something up his sleeve, uh, other than Spider Two White Banana. But I mean, I don't know. Just. It's just a feeling in my gut that Gruden's going to resurrect that franchise in the coming years. I mean, it's his first... It's, it's either that or the Raiders will still be an irrelevant sad sack. I mean, his first season, back coaching, they gave you a shit roster and people are like, I was one of them too. They're hating on him for going 4-12, but you got to think about it. Literally, this dude hasn't coached in ages. <laughs> he hasn't coached in ages. It's not like he was given the Texans or the Cowboys or the Patriots to go coach. He hasn't caught up with the new trend or mm-hmm. the or the meta in gaming terms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now I mean he has car. Car is good. I like car. Yeah. And 
AB is a good start. Like, he could still put up numbers. Like, he's still one of the top five, six receivers in the league, you know? And, yeah, I mean, I had a bunch of draft picks, and who knows? They might have hit on one of them. We don't know. Yeah, they did trade Amari Cooper and Khalil Mack, but that goes back to on point. How, how do you he, like him? How do you like Amari Cooper in Dallas? Oh, I love Amari Cooper <laughs> in Dallas. I mean, we need to sign him long term, but it just goes back to the fact that one last time, <laughs> keep clowning. Well, okay, say JJ Watt. I mean, this could go for any player, so that's really not good. Example. It's hard. I, I understand. No, no, I get where you're coming from. It's just hard for me to think about this because those are two generational talents. And you have to choose between two of them. One's 30 and the other one's like, what, 25, 24? 20, yeah, 25 or 26, one of the two. And they also have to, and they also have to consider they're going to pay Deshaun Watson in three years. Andy, and give Clowney's 26. Yes. Last year he had nine sacks. 40. How many tackles he had last year? Where did it go off the sacks? He had nine sacks last year. He played amazing. I. That's just me. I feel like either way, you go get a good haul from either of them. But. Yeah. Think about it. Why not? Like, it, it devastate every Texans fan in the world if they traded JJ Watt. It would destroy every Texans it'll, fan. Which. It would break my heart. It makes sense. I mean, I would. Be destroyed if Cowboys trade Zeke Elliott, you know. So which they won't. They won't. If you were to ask me if they, if you were to ask me who the Cowboys would keep between Zach and, and D- Zeke and Dak, it has to be Zeke. Which Dak, is a lot of people hyping for Dak. Yeah, which and, look, and Cowboys fans, listen to me real quick. Just just open up your ears real quick and just just shut up and listen to me. No, 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 no. Just shh, there you go. Dak is a replaceable quarterback. He is not the franchise savior that y'all have desperately been looking for. Just accept the facts. I mean, he's above average at best. I'm just being dead honest. God, don't look at me like that. <laughs> I'm just a, You can't say he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You can't. He wins. Okay, okay. Well, well, Trust well, me, I'm on both sides. I'm on both sides because I do think Dak... Should not get paid thirty million dollars a year. I think I'll, I'll agree with that. I think there's only five because NFL GMs are some of the dumbest people in the world. I think there's only like five quarterbacks that should get paid over thirty million dollars. And who are they? Brady. Mm-hmm. Breeze. Breeze. Rogers. That's probably about it. Those only ones that worth the shit. No, not really. No, fuck no. <laughs> I didn't think about that for a second. No, Matt Stafford does not deserve to get paid that much money. Matt Stafford's good. Eli Manning? Okay, okay. Let me st- let me stop you right there. Fun fact, Eli Manning had a 90-plus passer rating in 2018. How many games did they win? Thank you. Uh, okay, <laughs> did you know, fun fact, the Lions... Have not won a game, a playoff game in over ten thousand days. <laughs> but Matthew Stafford is one of the most highest-paid quarterbacks in the game. He doesn't deserve it. I'm telling you, dude. Like a lot, a lot of GMs, and I can't say that for baseball because I really, I, I don't know much about like GM. 
and to be truthful, stuff in yeah. baseball, but NFL and NBA GMs are sometimes stupid. I think NFL GMs are some of the dumbest people in the league or in the world. You can say the same thing about some MLB GMs. Yeah, well, MLB, I can't. I'm not gonna. I can't because the Astros have a good GM, and the Astros have, I, I really don't keep up with baseball GMs. Like, I I don't know. The Astros like, have the best GM in baseball. What do you mean? Exactly. Like that's I can't can't hate can't hate. Cowboys, we have a dumb one. Uh, Rockets, kind of a dumb one. I don't know. Jerry Jones is Jerry Jones is basically everything for the Cowboys. Hey, all I'm saying, I'm on the side where there's a lot of people that are like, "Oh, Dak wins games. Mm-hmm. He gets his wins." You know, well, we made the playoffs twice with them already, and the one time we didn't because Zeke was out most of the year. Our line was just, like major. Our that second year, everyone was destroyed. Like, weird, like, full of injuries. But the yes. next year, we made the playoffs. I mean, we he still what? We won nine games their second year, right? Something like that. Eight games, nine games. I think, no, we went eight and eight. Yeah, I think. Of course, Cowboys eight and eight. But I, I don't know. But then again, like, he does kind of suck in a way. Because I know a lot of people hate him. But then again, he yeah. is really good because he wins those games. <laughs> Well, I just don't see him leading that franchise to a championship. I just can't see it. Mm. It's not like you just find a quarterback anywhere nowadays. Because he is a fourth-round talent. Think about that. He was a fourth-round talent, and he's playing up to a fourth-round talent. Like, And don't bring up that fucking Brady shit. Because a lot of people are like, oh, well, Brady was a sixth-round pick. That That's whatever. Like, What are six-round picks on Prosper? One in a million. Exactly. What are like, like I don't know. Patriots fans are <laughs> Patriots fans fans probably pray to Mo Lewis every day for injuring Drew Bledsoe <laughs> and bringing in Brady. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't know. I'm obviously if I was the Cowboys, I'd be like Zeke. And let's get Amari Cooper. We already just got uh, D Law. We I would try on a. Uh, just defense, like let's sign people, like let's sign people long term. Yeah. That's that's, our, that's Earl our, Thomas. No, <laughs> no, no, fuck no. <laughs> I did, I wouldn't mind him, but why? He's thirty years old. He's had a broken leg. Why? Why would I want? <laughs> why? Why would I want that? And there's good. I mean, obviously, he's going My luck after saying that he's gonna come back and lead us to a fucking Super Bowl. All pro. And people are going to cut up this clip and be like, Kyle, remember when you said this about Earl Thomas? I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> Y'all fucking got me. Cats out the bag. All right, now. All right, uh, er, super early predictions for our teams. How do you think the Cowboys will do next season? I'm not going to go too in-debt because I'm, we're going to do a podcast for that too. All right, but well, I am going to be. What, what do you think will be their best? What do you think will be their record at best and at worst? 16-0 and at worst 15-1. No. <laughs> uh, we went 12 games. I think we're just. I think 12 and 4? I think we're coming. I mean, we're bringing everybody back. We got uh, better defense. I mean, more depth. I mean, it's just going to really depend on Dak. That's all it is. Like, you rate. That's so, this is his make or break here. Basically. I mean, either way, he's going to get a big contract. Honestly. Either way, he's going to get, way he's gonna get a big contract. Either way, sadly, I'm sad. Either way, he's going to get a big contract. Because you got to think about it. He's the face of the Dallas Cowboys. No matter what you think about it, dude, people will see that as the face of the Dallas. 
many people see him as the face of the Dallas Cowboys. You obviously can't see what I'm doing, but I'm calling a timeout <laughs> after that statement. Think about it. I don't. I hate to say it too, but many people view it as that, just because it's always been the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, America's yeah, team. Quarterbacks have been the meta of the NFL since 2000, and that's he's the face. Like it's gonna be everyone's Dak, 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 Dak. That's all you talk about, and so he's gonna go. He's gonna get. He's getting thirty million dollars or off the team. That's only two choices. Yes. I mean, I did see this. Someone say, uh, Dallas Cowboy beat writer, they were saying that possibly he could use that popularity of being a Dallas Cowboy to basically, how, how did they word it? They were basically saying how being the star, being on the star, like having the star on the side of your helmet, being the star of the Cowboys, being the Dallas Cowboys, and that's basically like money in itself. But yes, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because you can. It's all about the brand. Yes, because you could go brand all if over Texas, Dallas. Yeah. Obviously, you if, can brand almost all of Texas, says South Texas. Well, not, the Houston area, North Texas. I, down the valley, they love the Cowboys. I'm just throwing that out there. Down the valley, everyone loves the Cowboys. Yeah. So, and it's the Cowboys. You can go everywhere in the world. <laughs> everyone knows that star. Everything. If he was if he was with any team besides the Cowboys, his name wouldn't be as big as it is right now. Exactly. That's what this guy said. He said he should use be, that as like as this, advertisement as to get ads, hey, be with Nike, Adidas, whoever. I think he's already with someone, but still. Yeah. Like all that branded in, like you that's can, so much more money. Hey, we'll pay you fifteen or you know, nineteen million dollars a year. And we'll give you all these brand ideas. Like, here's 10 brands lined up. These are 10 brand deals right here. That's, you know, they are 10 million, 11 million to make 30 kind of thing, you know? Yeah. That's, that, in my opinion, is super smart. But I feel that's like a less than 5% chance that happens. But it is true. That's that's a really great point. Yeah. I mean, you can say the same thing for almost any of the, any player on the Cowboys roster. Except for Zeke, he would prosper anyway because he's a top five running back. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, he's the best running back in the league. Mm. Don't say mm. Gurley? Zeke's better. Zeke puts up better numbers while facing. All right, I can't go too deep into this, man. I got to say for that. Yeah. But Zeke, Zeke faces an eight man box. Every time he still puts up amazing numbers. And. It's off the blame because of Dak. Because they already know he's not going to throw far. Whatever, yada, yada, yada. But that's the reason. He faced eight-man box. Gurley faces four-man boxes and put up the same number as Zeke, who faced an eight-man box. What? what? <laughs> like, that's... Think about it. You're running through four guys. Okay, I got to run through eight. Best, uh, best running back in the league. Yeah. <clears throat> but, I mean... But, I mean, I'm glad I'm arguing with you about this because, I mean, I'm just being real. About about a good chunk of the NFL fan base in the U.S. is kind of stupid. NFL's stupid. I say that with my whole heart. <laughs> and, there, and, and I'm not going to lie, there are times where I think the NBA is much worse. At times. In my, I mean, I like watching the NBA. I like I like watching the NBA, obviously. Huge sports fans. So that's 
basketball mm-hmm. kind of podcast. Um, yeah, I like watching college football and then football and then MLB. Yeah. Not that I hate MLB. It's just yeah. I can't watch it on TV. It's yeah. hard to watch. And going all right, let's go back to the NFL real quick one last time. Uh, I didn't. I didn't tell you my uh, my oh, yeah, super early Texas yeah, predictions. Yeah. At best, I think they'll go eleven and five. At worst, they'll finish six and ten. Damn, that's gonna suck. Clowney's not there when he's on the. Yeah. Uh, he's gonna be on the uh, Patriots by then, and boy. he's gonna be having a ring, and <clears throat> they're gonna pay him, and then you're gonna be like, "Well, we should have kept him." Boy, but <laughs> but anyway, and just one thing I want from the Texans is to not waste Deshaun Watson's career. This could po- this could potentially be our best quarterback in history. They better not waste his freaking career. As a good thing, I have the coach. Coach, they were, uh, waste his career. Oh, Brian, why'd you have to bring up that name? <laughs> He's gonna waste his career, but it'll be. I mean, don't worry, we got Jason Garrett, so I can't talk too much shit. I'm excited for the game tomorrow. I'm excited to talk free agency. I'm excited to talk NFL soon. Yes, because training camp is next month. I'm excited. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be real interesting. Did they talk about who's gonna be on the uh, this year's NFL Hard Knocks? No one said anything yet. Nope. They they. Wanted to do the Browns. Last year was the Browns. They kind of wanted to do them again. I've really? seen, yeah. Uh, but obviously how do, how they're not. Think, how do you think the Browns will do in 2019? Fucking Super Bowl champs. Watch. Super Bowl champs. <laughs> Our luck, we're going to be talking shit about them, and then they're going to be Super Bowl champs. If, they were to, if you were to tell me the Browns were to win a Super Bowl within the next five years, I will believe you 100%. I say the next this three This will be one of the greatest comeback stories. In the next three years, I can see them winning the Super Bowl. Well, I say I'm winning next year. One of the greatest sports comebacks in modern sports history. Fucking you, you just love to see it. Huh. Could be worse. Could be our own teams. <laughs> yeah. Could be our own teams. Patriots could win a seventh Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I hate thinking about Much the NFL. to everyone's shaking. I hate the NFL. I do, too, sometimes. But anyway, back to NFL. What's the what are your score predictions for tomorrow night? NFL, you mean NBA? NBA, the finals. I'll talk about uh, finals. Yeah, yeah. Last thing, score predictions for tomorrow. I say the Raptors win by three tomorrow. I say Raptors win by two. Mm-hmm. I say nah. Raptors. I have two or seven. I want to go two. I'm going to say two. Is it going to be that close? I think it's going to be close. I think it's just going to be one of those last second shot. Well, not really last seconds. I think it's going to be they're going to score with like a minute left, and it's just going to be defense. Like we're holding you on defense. We can't score. Y'all can't score. So we're just going to hold this time. And who will be the player of the game tomorrow? Player of the game tomorrow, Kawhi. Kawhi goes off before Kevin Durant comes back. Damn. And KD comes back for game four? I say Kawhi or... I say Kawhi or Kyle Lowry. I was going to say the same thing, too. I say, I say Kyle Lowry just going to wake up. And he's like, all right, I'm going to come out here. You need to step the hell up, Kyle. We know you're listening. But, yeah. So we'll be here tomorrow watching the game. And then... Uh, I, haven't about, been, I haven't been this excited for the finals since 2016, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, they have not been that interesting. 
The past couple years haven't been interesting. I think I watched like a total of like three quarters last year. That's just how uninterested I was. I was like, I don't even why. I only watched one quarter of the past two finals. <laughs> uh, well, I was about to ask something. Yeah, so we're probably not going to – well, that's what I was going to say. We're going to watch the game tomorrow. Then next game's Friday, correct? And then after that, the last game is what? When's, so it's Friday. Oh, Sunday. So back Sunday. So, yeah, we got, we won't talk to y'all again, or y'all won't hear from us again till Monday. Monday or Tuesday, y'all hear from us again. Monday? Yeah, here Monday or Tuesday, they're going to hear from us again. Depends how time, like, well, depends what time we got off work, but yeah. So three games are gone by. Hey, there might be a champion by then, but it'll be interesting to see. Yes. It'll be three games gone by since the next time we talk. Hopefully, hopefully there's a champion. So Monday night, I'll be down for that. Yeah, Monday night we'll talk. We'll talk and uh, we'll see if we were right about the Raptors winning. Yes. Oh, quick, quick, quick little note before we did. Timo, that was some beautiful chicken. Mmm, Timo chefing it up. That was awesome. I liked it. Good episode. Good episode. Very good episode.